Hey everybody, Bob Olson here with Afterlife TV. You can find us at afterlifetv.com. This is where we talk about life after death and answer the meaningful questions around that subject. Today is a bite-sized episode, so it's going to be rather brief. Our show is sponsored by Best Psychic Directory. You can go to bestpsychicdirectory.com to find over 800 psychics and mediums and all sorts of other versions of psychics and mediums right there at Best Psychic Directory. That is my site. Just, you know, in case any of you were wondering, Best Psychic Directory is the site that I created long before I created Afterlife TV. And I have maintained that. And I am the one who personally chose each and every one of those psychics and mediums to be there. And I monitor them as well. I, we have uh, public reviews. And I monitor those public reviews as well as all the emails and uh, other comments that we get along the way about those people to maintain it, to make sure that we have the most credible, most reputable, the most gifted people on that site. I want to thank everybody for the continued reviews that you give for not just my new book, but also Answers About the Afterlife. Answers About the Afterlife came out in 2014. We have well over 500 reviews for that book, which is uh, astonishing, really amazing. And I'm grateful to each and every one of you who left a review for Answers About the Afterlife. The newest book, The Magic Mala, of course, I'm you know, very excited about it because it just came out here at the beginning of May. Some of our most recent reviews, Janine Backwiches. Janine Backwiches is actually on Best Psychic Directory. You can find her on the Vermont page. One of the things that's really cool about Janine is she has 192 reviews. Now that's 192 people who were willing to give their first and last name in order to give her a raving review on bestlikekickdirectory.com. So I am grateful that so many people gave her a review. And I'm also very grateful that uh, Janine left me a review for the Magic Mala. She writes, I really love this book so much so that I bought a copy for our youngest son and gave him a mala as well. I think that's really cool. It's not flowery or pretentious. It's simply and profoundly inspiring. Thank you for writing a book, a book Bob, that anyone who reads it can understand and not be intimidated by it. Susan Ross wrote, buy this book. This is a most amazing book. If you are looking for a way to manifest your dreams, this is the book for you. It is delightful nonfiction that incorporates all the major concepts of metaphysics in an easily understood and entertaining way. I now use my mala daily and am conscious of my focus and my intentions. Thank you, Bob. Lois Tilly, I think, thank you for leaving me a review. I think it got mixed up. It says, accept. I think it was going to be the word exceptional, but I think you got cut off there. But anyways, thank you for leaving the five-star review. Jada, J-A-D-A-H, wrote Magic Book. Do your heart, mind, and soul an uplifting favor and read the Magic Mala. Bob Olson has shared a story straight from his soul. Yes, it will open you to new dimensions of life. Thank you for this Magic Book. And who else we got here? Vanessa Summers writes, A Blast of Fresh Air. Love this book. Fills me with hope and fresh faith in life. Ordered a mala, going to use it. This book is just what I needed at this time. Exactly what I'm hoping and what I, the kind of feedback that I'm getting from so many people, all the people who are reading it and leaving me comments or reviews here on Amazon.com. And I 
appreciate them all. Uh, and I especially love when you leave a great review like this on Amazon, because as people are trying to decide whether they're going to buy it or not, they can read that review. So you'd be doing me a favor if you would go and do that. Now, today's episode is extra special because we haven't done a question in a long time. And I have Melissa here with me who is going to answer, help me answer this question that so many people have. The person who asked the question is Bill. Bill, I just want to start off by saying, you know, uh, I'm very sorry uh, that you lost your friend. Uh, So many people here on Afterlife TV can relate to what you're going through. It's a difficult time. And I'll just tell the audience that uh, now that he's had this loss in his life, and again, it's a physical loss. Most of us understand that uh, our loved ones are still in spirit, but that physical loss, boy, that that creates a lot of pain and grief, uh, as we all know. So he's thinking about having a reading with a medium, and he has a question that is one of the most common questions we get when thinking about getting a reading with a medium. So I'll let Bill take it from here. All right, here we go. Hi, Bob. My name is Bill. I'm reading your book, Answers About the Afterlife, and I'm enjoying it very much. Uh, I recently lost a friend. She passed, and I'm thinking of seeing a medium. And my biggest question about mediums has always been, how do you know if they are not reading your mind instead of the spirit or spirits? I've always wondered about that. So any uh, pointers or clues or uh, recommendations you could give would be very much appreciated. Thank you for your time. And I'm enjoying your TV show as well. Hi, Bill. Thank you so much for leaving your question. That's a great question. I get that question a lot. Uh, I've, I've had that. I can't even tell you how many times a lot of people have it. So fantastic question. I want to thank you for reading answers about the afterlife. I really appreciate you trying that out and I'm glad you like it. That's the nice thing about this. 150 questions that I have answered due to the investigation of life after death that I've had. It's now been 18 years, but it was 15 years by the time I wrote that book. And what I enjoy is when people who have read the book or reading the book then have questions that they have after that that weren't necessarily answered in the book. Uh, I think this one was answered in the book. You, you just probably just didn't get there yet, but it's a good enough question that I think we should talk about it now. I want to let everybody know that I'm lucky enough to have Melissa here with me because we had so much fun with the last episode. So Hello, everyone. Welcome, Melissa. <laughs> Thanks for being here again. Um, it makes it more fun for me uh, to have you here. So, all right. Uh, what do you think? How do you want to start answering Bill's question about do mediums specifically read people's minds? What, what's your first answer to that, Melissa? How do you know that they're not reading your mind? Well, I think, you know, I mean, I think it's an important question, especially for people who aren't experienced at having readings, having had many readings and had the experience of living with a skeptic who's had many readings. Yeah. Um, you become aware of how it works. You you become more alert of about how mediums work mm-hmm. and you recognize that that's not what's happening. Yeah. But it really does take experience. But what I can tell you from that experience is that they give you information that you can't validate. Right. But that later gets validated for you. 
Exactly. I've, I've seen not only all the readings that I've had myself, but I've watched a lot of people get readings. And quite often you will see the medium give them information, for instance, about someone that has passed that they don't even know has passed. Or maybe that person will come through. It might be an old friend from high school. Right. And, and they have to then go back after the reading to find out if it's accurate or not. And they do. So obviously that's the best way that we know is when they're telling us something that we don't even know. So they can't be reading our mind in order to get that information. Now, it doesn't have to be someone who passed, who comes through or to learn about somebody who passed. It can just be information about your own life or about your children's lives or something that, again, you don't know. And Yeah. It also could be like a, if let's just say the medium has your grandfather that they're communicating with and that your grandfather says something about some sort of physical object or something in your home that you can't make sense of. And then all of a sudden you come across it three days later. Yeah. That happens a lot. Things like that, that you would never think would be something that you would experience when you went to a medium. but the spirit knows when you're skeptical. Yeah. So they're going to try to find ways to change that skepticism. That's right. We know uh, someone fairly recently who had a reading with a medium and the person in spirit was talking about the upcoming birthday. And then immediately after that, the person in spirit was communicating through the medium that I'll call it the sitter, the person getting the reading should look in a drawer in a bureau beside the bed, bottom drawer, look in there, there's something for them. And it happened to be an old birthday card that was there. And again, I mean, yes, in that case, you could say maybe, maybe that was mind reading, but the the person getting the reading said they didn't even know that was in there. Right. You know, now maybe they did at one time. And so (laughs) that could be mind reading, but there's a lot of those things that take place in a reading and you will recognize that we often say mediums tell us things that uh, they couldn't possibly know. They also tell us things that we don't even know. And so who knows who put that card in that drawer? Right. Could have been anybody, but even if it was that other person, they didn't remember it anymore. Another example might be, you know, a medium comes up with um, mentions the name of somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't recognize the name. Like, I don't know anybody by that name. Right. I, I, I don't have any relationships with anybody by that name. Yeah. And then a week later, you meet a person with that name. Now that, that, hap- that was happening in the future and you didn't know this person. So the medium couldn't be reading your mind in those kinds of cases. That, that's why it's so great to get your own have your own readings so you can have your own personal experience around that to teach you that, oh, right, that's in fact not what they're doing. Because it really is difficult to sit here and try to explain how that shift can take place for any one person. Mm-hmm. We just know how it took place for us. And it was cumulative yeah, it was well, over I mean- multiple readings. That's right. And basically what happens, Bill, you know, is 
over time, when you're first getting readings, you're very skeptical and you're looking for hits and misses and you're worried about these kinds of things. Then there gets to a point where you don't, you don't worry about that anymore. You know, you have a knowing as I right. talked about in the past and, and you have a knowing that people are able to do this. They, they, there are people who have the ability to do this. We actually all have the ability to do it. Some are just better at it. And in that knowing, you are not trying to stump the medium anymore. While I still, to this day, if I get a reading, I won't feed what we call feed the medium, or even with the psychic, I won't feed the psychic. I won't give them information to try to lead them on. I help with the interpretation. Meaning, you know, sometimes I tell this old story about the person was kept getting the name coffee. The medium kept getting the name coffee and immediately assumed the interpretation that it meant that I liked coffee or I drank a lot of coffee or the person in spirit did. And the reality of that was that the person in spirit had a cat named coffee and was just bringing that up. So sometimes we just need to help with the interpretation of it recognizing uh, that it's smarter for a psychic or a medium just to give you them, just to give it to you, just give you the facts, ma'am. And, uh, and don't try to interpret what these mean. But the other thing I just want to say about this is this is true for psychics and mediums. I mean, we've been talking about mediums because this is afterlife TV, but this is true for psychics as well, as well. They give you a lot of information that, that you don't know. And so they're not reading your mind and they'll also give you some stuff that you do know, and you can always question that, or they'll give you stuff about the future. You're more likely to get that from a psychic, but it happens through mediumship as well. Anyways, I think that answers your questions. I hope it does. And your question. And I, and I thank you for asking it, Bill. I appreciate that. Give it a try. Give it a try. Give it a couple tries because it it does take time. Yeah, it takes time. And you know, uh, Every medium, every psychic is different. They have their own personality. Right. Uh, I I just think it's a different experience every time I have one with a different person. And while there's many similarities, there's also also many differences. And one person might just not be right for you. Just like we have friends. We don't have the same friends. We have different friends. We like different things. We read different books. We watch different movies than other people. You're going to like some psychics and mediums better than others. Anyways, have fun with that. I wish you luck. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. So that's it for this episode of Afterlife TV. You can find us at afterlifetv.com. And listen, if you do want to get your own reading, go to bestpsychicdirectory.com and check out all the psychics and mediums there. You can read about them. You can read reviews that other people have left about their own readings. So much to choose from. And it's a great place to find credible and reputable psychics, and mediums. All right. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I hope you have a great week.